If you're ready to put a personal touch on automation in your business, serving your clients without spending a ton of time doing a bunch of handwritten stuff, this interview's for you. Welcome to the Automation Mastery Podcast. This is your host, Justin Morgan of AutomationMastery.net. Here to help you automate your business, master your destiny, and maximize your impact. Let's get to the episode. Let's chat. Perfect. All right, y'all. Look, I'm excited. Like, I'm beyond excited. So, for some of you, that are listening on the podcast. Y'all don't know what my face looks like right now, but I'm so excited. Listen, if you want to put the personal touch, like the personal touch on your business, and yet you want us to be able to use the power of automation, this is a conversation that you cannot afford to miss. This is something I preach on, talk about all the time, and it's something that, that I would love to stress more but today's guest today's person i have on this show we'll really be able to dive into this so just make sure as y'all come in if you're listening live to this as you come in tell us who you are tell us where you're from tell us what you do and i want to know my question of the day is how do you put a personal touch in your business and do you wish that it could be just a little bit easier a little bit smoother a little bit more effortless for you to put that, that personal touch that still makes people feel special like you care because you do care and so you want your business to reflect that so today's guest right today's guest and we we're joking a little bit before we got on here because i'm like i've heard of the platform but dave's like yeah i've i've nobody's nobody's i guess <laughs> nobody knows me man and and i think it's a shame so look david's last venture handwritten provides scalable robotic solutions that write your notes in pen y'all like we're gonna talk about the technology and look it's used by businesses in all industries handwritten changes the way brands and people connect prior to handwritten david founded uh sell it a leading mobile marketing platform with clients including Acrombie and Fitch, Walmart, and more. Sellit was, was sold in January of 2012, right? Both handwritten and Sellit were on Inc. Magazine's Inc. 500 list of fastest growing companies. David is a speaker on marketing technology, has been featured in the Washington Post and the Wall Street Journal. And he's also a contributor to Inc. Magazine. David, welcome to the show. Tell everybody hello. Justin, thank you so much for having me here, man. This is uh, this is really cool and a cool honor, and I'm thrilled to be here. Perfect, perfect. Um, yeah, I mean, a brief intro, but I don't think that really does justice to what it takes to build a platform. Now, I had a, yeah. had a guy that um, I'm actually have a conversation. Uh, coming up soon which is about building like a website versus a platform and you've built a platform you know i wrote about that exact topic for ink magazine mm. i think uh, if you google my name and in ink magazine you'll see it um how to dominate an industry by building a platform right and when i did it 
and things have changed thanks to like new honestly it's a good thing the way the web works now using like react or angular or all these other front-end frameworks but back when i created handwritten i said let's make an iphone app first thinking very few people would use an iphone app but when i did that and i wrote about all this in the, in the article when when you do that you force the creation of an api because that iphone app has to connect to an api to be able to do its job versus creating a website. If you just go in, you create a website for your product, whatever, what happens is your programmers get lazy and they mix the concern. There's not a separation of concerns. So your front end is junked, you know, like jumbled with your back end. And then it's hard to create other complementary products like, or services like uh, Zapier integration or Integromat, Integrately, whatever, salesforce.com, HubSpot, Active Campaign. All those types of integrations are much harder if you don't come at it from the get-go is I want to create an API and a platform and then build a website on top of it, an Android app, an iPhone app. So I said, you know, let's do exactly that seven years ago. And that's what we did. Perfect. Perfect. And that's, I'm about to look that up. <laughs> yeah, it's a good article. Easy article. It's like right. 800 words. Read, read the article, y'all. Yeah. Um, well, because, and here's here's kind of the, the comparison I typically make to people, right? Just kind of oversimplify it. It's it's one thing to build a car, right? Mm -hmm. It's another thing to build the road in which the cars drive on. Yeah. One thing is essentially much more essential than the other. So I liken it to the websites with the platform thing where you can drive any car unless you really want to get somewhere, you have to build the road or the platform. And so um, what y'all have done here is amazing. Now, it, it's because I, I know what handwritten is. Um, I can explain about so many words, but if you had to kind of put it in a nutshell in terms of what it is and what it really, what you really want it to mean to the marketplace, uh, what would that be? Well, I could give you two definitions. I'll give you the frou-frou definition which is we make it easier to connect with customers in a personal way. And there's truth to that frou-frou BS, but it's marketing speak. What, all, what we really do is we make sending handwritten notes as easy as sending emails. Because back when I wanted to send, when I sold my last company, we were sending millions of text messages a day. And I wanted to send out, do something special for my employees and my customers that had stuck with me over the years. And I'm not gonna send them a text like, hey, thank you. Um, I wanted to, what I, what I noticed was when I'd walk into my employees' offices or my own office or my home, anytime there was a handwritten note, not only did I keep it hmm. or read it, but I kept it and I put it on display. So I wanted to send all my employees and my clients handwritten notes as a thank you. And I sat down with best of intention to, you know, write all those notes myself but quickly my hand cramped or my pen ran out of ink or I lost you know I was out of stationery or I didn't have stamps or I screwed up notes and you know all those different things so I said there has to be a better way there has to be a way to automate this or or to make it scalable and then even better make it automatable so that if you have a Shopify store and somebody makes a purchase send them a handwritten note automatically um, and that was really kind of the idea. So it's really making something as easy, um, handwritten notes as easy as sending an email. Mm, perfect, 
perfect. Now, why? So again, when I looked, so, so it's just kind of like explaining yeah. my experience, right? So when I checked it out, and I'm actually I'm actually excited and surprised to find out that there's an actual handwriting robot. Yeah, right? because this is when I found I was like, all right, so they're just like, taking some grats a, a, a specific font they've maybe custom created yeah. and just imprinting them onto the onto a card, right? Yeah. Which isn't what it is, correct? Like it, right, right. And there's a lot of companies out there doing that. Um, but I think, you know, I don't know how old you are, but there's like brush script on the old windows three, one or whatever, you know, those old fonts and those just don't pass muster. You know, it just looks like laser printed text. What we do is we have 115 robots. We build them in house. Um, they're completely patent. Well, we're the mm -hmm. patent pending on them, but these robots, um, are laser cut and 3d printed and we designed the circuitry and all that. And they hold a real ballpoint pen and they write out your note uh, in the handwriting style of your choice on a card of your choice. Um, the reason we want it written in pen is for one, it passes the smudge test. So okay. if somebody's like, yeah, it's not handwritten, they lick their finger and they, they, they smudge it, it smudges. But it also follows the con, there's something about a real note where it follows the contours of the bumpy paper. And we use really toothy paper. So it kind of follows that a little bit. And we also add additional variation with, with the handwriting itself, which you could laser print and the uh, variation of spacing and left margin and all that to make it look more realistic. But we just think there's a different look to actual handwritten or, or pen on ink, uh, pen on paper. That's not to say down the road, we might not, we might offer a cheaper version. You know, if you want to go the cheapskate route, we'll, we'll do it um, for half the price and laser print it. You know, we have a lot of competitors that laser print, but we think people appreciate the real deal. Um, for instance, you know, and I think, you know, is it worth the risk to do it the other way? Um, we worked with a major online travel agencies. They sent out a handwritten notes to their 10,000 top customers. And they had several people say, I couldn't believe it when I received a handwritten note. I licked my finger and smudged it and it smudged and I was so, you know, so honored that you took the time to, to do that. So, yeah, I mean, we have, because of the pandemic, people are so isolated. This stuff even means more. We have a online furniture brand that uses us. And I was on the phone with them dealing with an integration, um, direct API integration. And I said, how's it going? And they said, they just had somebody call in crying mm. because they were so happy that somebody took the time to send them a handwritten note. Um, you know, it meant so much to them. You know, but I think that's the pandemic talking, you know, people are extra isolated right now. Right. I mean, but so you don't think any other companies have any other stores like that? Because I mean, when when I, so even for, you know, so when I buy something, right? Yeah. And, and obviously it's not going to bring me to tears, but so this year uh went in and my wife's watching i think she's still watching um, <laughs> she so says she's watching I, I went and um got her coach back for chris christmas right yeah and so you know I, i'm a guy so it's not like i spent a ton of time in the coach so it's first time actually walking in um and purchasing something like on my own right mm -hmm. from there so um but the experience 
that, that I got and you walk in and they help you and I package everything. Like it made a difference. Now I was yeah. gonna bring me to tears, but it, it made a difference. And I could understand. It's like, okay, so I, I get why people like this thing. Like it, just, it gives you this feeling. It's hard to put your finger on. And so. Yeah, and the feeling people get from a handwritten note is the feeling of unautomatableness. You know, they think people don't realize that these, unless they're savvy like you and in the industry and all that, but a lot of people don't realize these things can be automated. And because of that, what they're appreciating is the gift of time. So what I mean by that is if I were to send you an email, it could either be a cup, copy and paste job, you know, replace a few things, boom, done, out the door. Right. Or I could use Persist IQ or Reply IO or one of these big platforms to send you the most personalized email you've ever received. Hey, Justin, it was so nice being on your show on this date. I enjoyed talking about that. And the whole thing could be automated. And the thing is, everybody knows that can be automated. So when you get your 140th email of the day and you see that, you're like, you know, and if you even bother reading past the top three lines that appear on your Outlook or whatever, um, you're going to know it's automatable. But when you receive a handwritten note, what that implies is I sat down for five minutes. I took the time to think about you, distraction free, because if I start getting distractions, then I'm not going to be able to write a note. So I have right. to actually close my mind to just you, Justin, and sit down and write the note. The only other thing I know that can do that these days is, believe it or not, I mean, besides one-on-one -on -one conversation and stuff like that, is video email. Because if you use something like a bonjouro, right, um, right. you know, that's me talking to you. It might not be face-to-face -face or in real time. But unless you have some deep fake AI creating that, which doesn't really exist yet, that looks natural, you know, it's me talking to you and that's me carving out some time to talk to you. And that's why those things are so important. It's not because you see a video clip in an email. I mean, anybody can put a video clip in an email. It's that the content is tailored specifically to you and that's what's special about it. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that's kind of the closest thing out there to handwritten is really a bonjour. I just discovered bonjour, I think like a couple of weeks ago. Surprise. Yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool platform. It's really cool. It's yeah. really cool. And he'd be a Casey, their head of community would be a great guest on your show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can uh, make the intro. I would appreciate that. Actually. Yeah. Very much so. Because so, and I know earlier you said, talking about affordability, right? And you're talking about maybe doing a laser printing to make it cheaper. When I, you know, but when I found your prices initially and I thought about my use case, my use cases would typically be paying clients. Yeah. Right. So it it would be someone who have already who's invested four to five figures, three dollars oh, yeah. and some change is nothing to be exactly. able to make a client feel they like we care about them right? yeah exactly and you know that's always the thing like i i think our service is priced appropriately or cheap but people this day and age every think everything should cost the same as uh you know something you rattle off at kinko's or you know or an email which costs nothing um but i think the three dollars and 25 cents 
or 375 if you want your logo on it, quantity one. It's kind of hard to beat that. And then, um, you know, it's just uh, like I was on another podcast. They're saying, is this good for marketing for outbound? And I think the main use case is really either responding to inbound leads or customer relationship management. Because there you have a relationship or, you know, a warm open, and then you're just cultivating that, um, you know, but to do outbound, like blast an entire zip code, you know, I think that's silly um, and expensive and not the right, this is not the right tool for that, that job. But if you're looking to just stay in touch with customers, I, I think this is a great way. And a lot of people are also like, what's the ROI? Well, you know, Justin, to you, what you said, like, it's $3. Like, what's the ROI there? It's, it's, like, it's, much, it, it it's just, huge. It should mm-hmm. just be, but it should just be, say thank you, full stop. Like, right. don't say thank you, what's in it for me? If you do that, and, you know, I go on these podcasts um, and I talk about handwriting, handwriting, I talk about handwritten, but then I also talk about gratitude. Like, you know, we should be thankful that somebody's our client. You know, there's alternatives to handwritten. There's alternatives to anything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, none of us are that special. You know what I mean? Like they can find somebody else to do it. So when somebody does choose you in the day and age of Google and Yelp and Amazon and Alibaba, where there's these G2, where these portals that people can find products and services and they chose you, you should be grateful for that and not look for an ROI in that gratefulness. You should just be grateful. Like there's, there's other benefits, there's personal benefits. You know, there's, um, there, there's studies that, see that, that say that grateful people are happier. Um, and then the rewards will come, but not if you're measuring it. You know, not if you're like, oh, I sent that person a $3 card on a $25,000 purchase. What's the ROI on that? You know, get over yourself, just right. spend the three bucks and call it a day. Right. So, right. yeah. Right. And, and I'm, I'm glad you, you like go that way because first off, as you say, there are a lot of people doing a lot of things. And so anybody is lucky to have anybody work with them for whatever reason. So for, exactly. so for, you know, for me, so like my clients, like I am, I am beyond, especially when you're doing the thing that you want to do, right. The, yeah. the, the, the gift because it is a gift. It's not a right. It's not a promise. The gift to be able to actually do something that you enjoy doing and be compensated for that thing is not something everybody gets to like go and, and experience. Exactly. Right? And so yeah. um, I truly do think someone should be grateful. And I mean, even and even if somebody wants to take it from a number standpoint, just to give, I guess, some context is so from my standpoint as a customer, you know, I'm at a coaching program that's high ticket, expensive, and they did everything from, you know, they, they sent us books and those, some of those books have been my favorite books. And so it, it's not, and so I was on, I was on a conversation about, you know, kind of re-upping the program, talking to them, I was like, yeah, I mean, it's, there is no, like, I have no question about what you all offer, it's just a matter of when made the decision to do something else or work together again it's not an if and that's it's not and it's because they do those little things of yeah. sending the thank yous and the notes and the books and just taking care of people at the end of the day if you take care of people 
people tend to take care of you and you look at yeah. it from a financial standpoint but you also just look at it from just a, a typical spiritual you're right like it, you put out to the world is typically what you're gonna get back and by yeah. doing this and having a system and being able to connect this thing on handwritten sending out cards and gifts and we haven't talked about the fact y'all sending out gift cards too yes yeah right like the fact that you can give and over give it gives you a chance to over deliver something um i think is amazing i think it's 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 truly is amazing so that's what like i actually <laughs> do like what you all do <laughs> that's good um, man it's, it's good yeah um so because i want to make sure some folks get some little business little business stuff here too because again you have a marketing background and here you are building out and you're continuing to build out um and grow this platform um how i'm always curious about the start right so uh because a lot of folks they have ideas they have programs they have something they want to start i'm just curious kind of how did you all get the marketing started with getting handwritten out there the marketing for handwritten um you know it started very small i I started, you know, it was a very small company. So I sold Sell It. And then pretty much the next day, I turned around and I started handwritten. And pretty much the next day, I also had a lot of money from selling Sell It. So I wasn't as interested, or not a lot of money, but I had money for the first time. So I wasn't as invested in handwritten. And I also met a girl and was invested in her. So, you know, handwritten kind of, it's been a seven year climb. Um, But really, it's the typical stuff. It was Google ads, um, Facebook, we didn't do until much more recently. Um, For the start, it was all Google ads, and um, a lot of viral campaigns where I, I had kind of a following, not really, but some people I, you know, on LinkedIn and stuff like that, where I push out uh, coupons to try um, handwritten, but it was very much Google, Google ads related. And then we quickly got into content marketing okay. and um, building up a continual stream of articles. We work with a company out of um, Florida called Copy Press. Okay. Um, and they've helped us kind of tailor our articles to generate returns, and, and that's been a very big piece. Um, now we're we're kind of doing more of it on, on our own, but uh, content marketing, SEO, the reason why we're number one when you search handwritten notes is because of that, and then the Google ads. And then recently, we've been doing a lot more Facebook on top of it. And the way I see it is Facebook is to generate interest, generate awareness of the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And then Google is when somebody knows they want it, but they don't know who to deliver, they go to us that way. Um, one of the biggest things, there, there's another pot, and I'm not trying to steer people away from your podcast, but I was listening to a different one called the Inbound Success Marketing Podcast with Kathy Booth. And I was listening to her and then I was a guest on her show, but they had somebody from HubSpot on there. Okay. And what he said is you have to create pieces of real value to get people to your site and to convert them um, through a form or something like that. 
And what they created, believe it, believe it or not, at HubSpot was a signature generator for your, for your email to make a nice looking signature because it was a total trap. You'd go there, you'd create your email signature, which has your email address and your name and your title and your phone. They generate you a little email signature and then they have all your data, right? Um, of course. But what we did with that is we really pumped up our samples request. So you can go to handwritten, you can request samples. Um, and when you do that, you have to provide all that same information, your phone number, your name and all that. And then we mail you this awesome sample kit. And that samples request form is the number one lead generator at handwritten. And we get about 20 people a day requesting samples, um, which is 20 hot leads a day. Um, you know, we're trying to grow that more and more. So um, that's been a big push of our growth too. And then last year um, in September during COVID, we launched our subscription offering, which was weird. We didn't know how to, I knew I wanted a subscription, okay. uh, but I didn't know how to do it to make it worthwhile for the customer and not lose my shorts as a brand. Because unlike an online subscription, we have real product that, you know, costs us money to mail. So yep. Yep. Um, we kind of came up with this weird hybrid model and that's been, it's been doing okay. We, you know, it's not huge, but it's, it's a growing part of our business. Okay. I don't know if I answered anything you asked, but honestly, no, no. it came down to search engine optimization and Google ads. Okay. Well, and I think, I think you answered it, but I think you also downplayed the, the power of the answer. Um, what's up, Trevor? Folks are saying hello in the comments. Um, I think you downplayed the answer, right? Because most, at least now in my space, most folks are just Facebook ads, Facebook ads, Facebook ads. I post on Facebook a couple of days, a couple of times a day. I go on Instagram and post stuff yeah. and that's like the end of it, right? Uh, folks don't really understand the place that a Google ad, ad has in the marketplace versus a Facebook ad where one is a group of folks that don't even know that you exist, nor they aren't really even currently thinking of the problem. Mm -hmm. so you have to kind of remind them of the problem versus a platform where you're really just delivering people who are interested in solving that particular problem. So I'm assuming right. that when you were launching, you had folks that were searching um, how to send handwritten notes for business or something like that, which is a, yeah. a different person that has a certain intent. And so. Yeah, I'm actually amazed right now how many leads, how many um, samples requests, those, those sample packets we get from Facebook. So, I mean, it works. People do go through the process and um, they're that interested just by boiling the ocean, as I call it. You know, these people have no interest and then you show them an ad of a robot writing out a handwritten note and then they request um but for us google and actually um retargeting through ad rule which we'll probably okay. return to now i mean but honestly where on the web do you go you just go to facebook so i mean it's like ad rule i don't know if you know what ad rule is but basically if you go to handwritten.com then you go around the web you'll see yeah, handwritten yeah, web yeah, yeah. ads everywhere you currently do on facebook we retarget you and throw you ads on facebook but on other websites, we were using this ad roll platform for a while, and I, I didn't really measure the, the effectiveness of it. I could now, 
thanks to our website set up. But, um, but yeah, just um, SEO. And the, the, the cool thing about SEO, um, search engine optimization, not search engine marketing, is when you invest in SEO, you're investing in an asset. When you invest in SEM, you're, it's a business expense. So what I mean by that is every dollar you put into SEO makes your website appear higher up in the list, theoretically forever, right? right. Versus SEM, they click it, it's gone. So by making that investment in SEO, you're not really spending money. I mean, you are spending money, obviously, but it's really makes your website better and better and better and better every month versus just keeping up with the Joneses through SEM. Hmm. Um, so, so really we've, we've been pushing hard on SEO and we do, um, guest blog posts. We do, um, a ton of content writing. The reason, one of the reasons I do podcasts is, um, yeah, I like being on the podcast, but I also like having a link to handwritten, handwritten. on that podcast. I mean, that's, that's a huge thing for us. So thank you. Um, uh, hopefully I'll get away from you. Um, and then, you know, social, I think we could probably do better at social. We're just, we don't know what to pump out uh, about writing. You know, we don't want to annoy people to death on sending handwritten notes. And I think if we did do a lot of that, it would end up kind of getting monotonous and maybe going too consumer focused when we're really business focused. If we're, if we're to do social, it should really be more about customer outreach, customer acquisition, customer retention, not how to send a handwritten note to this customer, how right. to send a handwritten, you know, it just gets kind of boring. Um, the other thing that we haven't really done is LinkedIn ads because they're so damn expensive. So yeah. we've just stayed away from that. How, how's, how big is the team? Yeah. 35 people currently. Okay. Okay. So. And 115 robots. The, the robots are taking over, man. It, yeah. That's a, uh, but I mean, so that that's not a. I mean, that's not a small team, but it's not a. It's not humongous. No, we're we're either. growing. Either. We are the biggest in the space doing this. Um, right. So there was a company maybe when you started looking uh, called Bond. Uh, when I was closing up, sell it. I determined I wanted to do this. And I started researching and then this company Bond was out there. And I was like, oh shoot, they beat us to the punch. But Bond was going after the super high end. And it was, as they say in Arizona, uh, all hat, no cattle. Like they just had this huge marketing spend, but no technology to, to back, back it up. So in the end, they had 3D printers writing handwritten notes, but 3D printers don't have paper feeds. Right. So then every time a page needed to be moved, some guy would walk in and do it, which oh, kind of defeats the whole purpose. Oh, um, so then we became the leaders and we've really invested in the paper feeding technology, which is still, I was just having a conversation about it before this podcast. You know, there's always room for improvement in that. But, but now you, you'd enjoy this, Justin. And I post about this on our blog. In addition to the technology to write the notes, you know, it's very different to write a thousand notes a day versus 10,000 notes a day. Because when you write 10,000 notes a day, you have to deal with all the quality assurance problems, making sure you get the right note in the right envelope. So we actually have um, computer vision, machine learning systems, like full-on AI that takes a handwritten note, it compares it to what should have been written 
and then it says do those match up or not hmm. and then based on that it gets stuffed in an envelope so and it's able to do that in half a second so instead of having somebody sitting there reading every note comparing it to what it should be written in half a second i can have a more accurate answer than somebody who's been sitting there reading ten thousand notes a day okay okay that is good. That's good. Now, we're, so, like, what, what is next for you all? I mean, it is that you can tell us, right, outside of laser printing. Yeah. Right, it, are, are you all planning on doing anything else cool? Is there certain, I mean, with the AI pieces uh, that, you know, is the market easy advance and as there are more, I don't know how to explain, but uh, at least for folks to get just, more accessible AI tools that are out there these days um, in any plans to incorporate more technology or make everything faster or, you know, instead you're just going to focus on making um, 200 robots versus the 150. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, well, to your point, we are adding another hundred robots to the platform, hopefully by the holidays, because it's, it's crunch time around here during the holidays. Um, in addition to that, we are building out a Shopify. So right now, our biggest integration is Zapier. Right. Um, but we're building a direct Shopify integration hmm. um, and uh, an active campaign integration. Uh, we spoke to that guy over there. Um, <laughs> I forget his name. I apologize. Um, we integrate with that active campaign through Zapier, obviously, but they're right. trying to build out their own marketplace and we want to support them in that. Uh, we're also on an Integrately and Integromat. Have you looked at Integromat at all? It's, it's kind of interesting. Um, I looked at it. I actually was messing around. So oddly enough, I'm also building a platform um, as well. I mean, it's not handwritten uh, by mm -hmm. any means. It's, it's not that cool. Um, so yeah, I, I was actually messing around with Integromat uh it last week i was just kind of i was trying to make something work and i yeah. opened it up i checked it and i it's like geeky. it and i dislike it at the same time i don't know i don't know why it's um you know it took me a while to find the use case but um we we have some clients that really benefit from that uh but to answer your question so we, we're continuing our integration strategy through shopify active campaign improvements to HubSpot. We currently integrate with HubSpot CRM. Um, and Salesforce is always a continuing, Thank we're you. always improving our, our salesforce.com integration. So we, we have that. On the handwritten note side, uh, to be, and I'm a pretty transparent guy, so I'm happy to share. We are revamping our handwriting generation with artificial intelligence and machine learning. Okay. Um, we're in the preliminary stages there, but we, what we do currently is um, we, I think we do a really good job, but it's not artificial intelligence. We have like eight copies of every letter to create variation. And then we vary line height, starting position, size, all that, but it's not, you know, fully organic. It looks good enough, but I, you know, like you probably, I'm never satisfied. So we actually have the AI gentleman that generated our machine vision overlay system now trying to build a um, a model for uh, generating the handwriting itself using uh, machine learning so that's coming and then on a business side two things number one is fulfillment so we do it on a small scale um, you know if you send us your book 
and you want us to send out that book with um, a handwritten note, we'll do that or a shirt mm -hmm. or something like that. But we're trying to we're trying to grow that. And then we're also now starting to put our robots in fulfillment centers. So um, we're working with some leading third party logistics providers and really kind of becoming their partner within their center. So that's a new growth growth strategy for us too. Okay. I, hmm. All right. I'm going to have to, um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to kick sure I, I, I follow all these <laughs> these these updates there's a lot going on these these updates one more random question and i and and how much in terms of the handwriting algorithm right how much do you all discuss planned flaws oh yeah like how how deep are those conversations about hey maybe we should have the mark here or maybe a little too much of a heavy ink spot here or maybe even consider scribbling something out like do y'all have those type of conversations that that's what really it's one of the things that I, I would think as I'm trying to develop something like this right like how much of the designed flaws yeah go into it yeah so uh we could probably do a better job. Um, what we do is we have certain handwriting styles that are messier than others. So we have messy Michael is very yeah. messy and fancy Jenna is, is not at all. Um, executive Adam is, is kind of a nice in between in that realm. Um, where, what we've been focused on is not the flaws as it is the variation. Okay. And then I guess the flaws are really kind of inconsistency in left margin and inconsistency in a line height, you know, the height between between lines. And we we do randomize that. If we did have somebody recently that wanted a strike through on words, and what we do is we can um, add those to specific characters or specific fonts, or we could just create a signature. Like your signature could be totally organic, then we insert that. Okay. in that location so your quote-unquote signature which is basically just another glyph can have all the strikeouts or whatever but the you know there we're talking kind of very xyz you know very cartesian um versus in our new model one of the factors will be messiness like not right. make this character messy or that character messy just overall messiness and we'll be able to adjust that on a high level which is going to be kind of kind of nifty <laughs> you know, so like, it'll just complete you'll just say i want it skewed i want it messy i want it okay professional okay. and then it will know what to do okay i was going to ask that so if, if i order something i can change it from a messy level of five to exactly six right, right? and that'll because the idea is is if i send a client two notes right and they look at it it's like, oh, this is this is perfect at this one versus, you know, oh, okay, I, I do see that they, this one has a little more variety. It's not as neat versus this one. Like that, that that would, that I would imagine would be cool. Um, yeah. Also to yeah. to to create in that, even just that the extra touch that I think that this deserves. I think that y'all are really trying to put into this, but perfect, perfect. Um, look uh, again. Y'all go check it out. Uh, the description 
So if you're listening on the podcast, it'll be in the description. Um, Facebook, again, y'all go to handwritten.com. If you're on YouTube, it'll be in the description as well. Um, so, so y'all, that's a, with a Y, if you're listening. With handwritten with a Y. Yeah. Uh, so just, I'm going to go ahead and spell it out so y'all can hear. It's, it's handwritten.com. That is H A N D W R Y, as in yellow, T T E N dot com and y'all should go check out it's a sample pack right so what what comes exactly in the sample um that they get yeah so you get a folder with all our pricing in it so that's kind of useful and then you get a sample of a flat card a sample of a folded card full bleed so if you come to us and you prepay for as little as 500 cards you can have your own design full bleed which means edge to edge print. You know, if you want a blue card with a gold logo in the middle, we can do that because that's a full bleed print. We run our own print shop here. Um, So that's included. And then we also include a flat card customized, which is a non full bleed card, which is available quantity one. So if you just say, hey, you know, one, three times a year, I'm gonna send handwritten notes, maybe 20 cards a time. I don't want to invest in that 500 cards, but I want something with my logo. You just go on our website, use the card customizer, you pop in your logo, you pop in a footer, pop in a back image. It will look, it's not going to be edge to edge color, but it will look fantastic. It will you know, awesome examples. It will always be on a thick, you know, nice piece of stationery. It'll um, come off the printer in a nice envelope nice thick envelope so the end result even for 375 is is awesome those samples will also show you samples of the envelopes um, and then we'll include a card the, uh, kind of a thin-ish card with like 20 of our handwriting styles on it so if you want to see for yourself how all those look you get a good look there um, regarding your question on messiness you know, we have like 25 handwriting styles available to you, but then we have like 200 styles that are useful, you know, just Justin's handwriting style that only Justin uses. And I'm used to the 25 because I see those on the robots all the time. But when I see somebody's personal style on one of those machines, I'm freaking blown away. I mean, I see the robot writing it and I cannot distinguish it from a handwritten note. It's crazy. Um, and if anybody wants to see what our robots look like, that's all on YouTube. That's technology is scary and amazing some days. It, it, it really, it really is. And that, that by itself is his whole, that's his whole rabbit hole of a conversation for another episode, another episode, but I, I'm always impressed so for me, I think I look at look at automation and robots and technology as a way to enhance our ability as regular human beings to be able to do the things that we've always dreamt of doing. Right? It's it's not an attempt to replace us. It's a way for us to just do more of what we were intended to do. And so yeah. um, that's why I love this because I, I I think it it is it really is the expression of us being able to do more of what we were intended to do, which is to show gratitude and which is to be able to pull our own personal touch. And this allows us to express something to more people than we would have originally 
um, with the same intent. So that's exactly. why I think this is amazing. All right. Look, David, um, I appreciate you being on. Any any other last words you want to leave the folks with? No, uh, this has been awesome. I really appreciate you know, being on here, it's an honor to meet somebody that actually knows what we do. So uh, <laughs> that's cool. And uh, yeah, if anybody wants to try it out, please check out handwritten.com. Um, actually, if you sign up and use discount code podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, you'll get $5 in credit. And you can use that, you know, to send yourself a card or send a family member a card. If you send somebody else a card, just don't say, hey, what did you think of that card? Could you tell it was written by a robot? Because they'll say, oh, yeah, of course I did. But if you send it to them and you say, what did you think of that card? They'll say, oh, wow, that was so thoughtful of you. I really appreciate it. And then you say, did you know it was written by a robot? And then they'll have to look at it and scrutinize it. So, um, you know, that's a more realistic approach to seeing if people can tell what it is. Perfect. I'm going to do that, by the way folks who haven't somebody who hasn't seen this yet <laughs> but look Dave first off again just again I just want to thank you for being here I want to thank you for sharing what you do I'm, I'm thankful that you're even doing what you do so thank that's you. that's major but again anytime someone takes time out of their day or their schedule to be here just if you're running a company to talk to us folks out in the world um, is greatly appreciated. So again, make sure you all go check them out at handwritten.com. Again, that's handwritten with a Y. Make sure you share this episode with a friend, a family member, and even your worst enemy because they need thank you cards too. I appreciate you and all that you do. And as usual, treat each day as a building block to a better future. Peace.